How do you know if you know your body or the language of your body? What does that even mean? Unfortunately, when I ask questions like, what is your body telling you right now? Or um, where do you feel that in your body? Or um, what, is, what are you noticing happening? What sensations are you noticing? Those can be quite ambiguous, um, but unfortunately there's no one right answer. There's no, uh, this is the language of the body, or this, is, this means that, or this means this, or everyone feels this, or everyone feels that. The truth is, is that everyone feels something a little different. by that I mean um, you know the language of the body it it feels to me fairly similar to the English language at times and obviously I'm not a person who knows a lot of different languages so I could be there could be many languages that are like this but obviously English is one that I'm most familiar with but you'll have a word and and it can it sounds the same but it can mean many different things so the word there can mean a place it can mean a group of people it can mean a possessive group of people, like their things. Um, it can mean a lot of different things. And so the language of the body is very similar. So I might feel an ache in my side. That can mean many different things. And a lot of the meaning that we assign to it can be one deciphered through like a medical uh, diagnosis. It can be uh, figured out through like, um, what did I eat? It can be, um, did I exercise and I strained a muscle or or is that muscle just very sore from working out and growing? So the meaning that is assigned to the language or the sensation that we experience is so individual and so unique. It almost requires a training of sorts for us to understand what does my body mean and what is the language of my body. several ways that I've learned to um, understand my 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 own body um, some of it through occupational therapy training um, some of it through trauma work uh, some of it through my own experiences in my own personal therapy um, some of it just through meditation through um, yoga practices I've learned about the language of my body and, and what it's telling me in a, in, a, in a thousand different ways and I'll never stop learning about it um, but some of the ways that I, I like to help people begin that journey for themselves is through the senses. So we have many senses, but um, the, the eight that I like to focus on are um, the five external, well, it's actually more than eight, I suppose, but the five external, which is sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. And that's going to be what, how your body is experiencing the world around you in and taking in that data. And then there's the internal senses, which are... Um, proprioception, which is where your the senses that understand the, the mechanosensory nerves that are run through the muscles that tell you about where you are in space and time. So that's your location. And then you have your interoception, which also includes nociception. So interoception is kind of like the communication along the nerves that go up from the organs or from the internal body um, up into the brain that tells that tells it about uh, tells the brain about what sort of uh, condition or homeostatic, uh, where, where the body is in term of, terms of homeostasis or balance. 
um, and not balances in terms of I'm not going to fall over, but balance in terms of homeostasis. So, um, are, is there problems in the organ? Is there is there um, are they operating accurately? Is there a hormonal imbalance? That sort of thing. So that's going to be interoception. Um, part of that is going to be nociception, which is the communication of pain. Pain is an interoceptive sense called nociception. And that's also going to be um, a part of an internal sense. And then the other one that I like to think about is the vestibular system, which is which is our actual sense of balance. Are we tipping or leaning to one side, forward or back, that sort of thing. And that one is actually deeply connected with our uh, visual system. So when you separate those two, um, all manner of chaos can ensue inside the body in terms of what sort of messages we're receiving about our internal state. So when I'm saying what is the language of the body, what I'm really asking is what what is our sensory system, both internal and external, telling us about where we are in the world, how we're doing, and what our needs might be to constantly or consistently remain um, hovering around or moving toward homeostasis or a place of um, where, where our body's needs are being met um, and we're not in a state of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, imbalance or a state of uh, not having what we need. Last but not least, I cannot talk about the language of the body without also describing and talking about the um, fight, flight, or freeze, or that threat response, because that is an automatic or autonomic nervous system reaction. That vagus nerve takes hold and begins to work with the visual system primarily, but all of the systems to make a decision about whether or not your body is in a situation of threat that it can or cannot survive or will not um, be able to move past and that usually happens within a half a second and so that that sort of thing so I I know that the general public is talking also about this fawn response and I want to I want to acknowledge that that is a reaction that people have however um, I have not found in the literature yet that that is described as an autonomic response but instead a learned reaction to uh, navigating threatening environments um, uh, whereas um, fight, flight, or freeze are innate and are automatic. So um, we have to talk a little bit about that in terms of the language of the body. So um, obviously fight is going to be sort of that anger, aggression, or uh, strong reactivity to help the body react in, to any type of threat. Um, that, f- that flight is going to be um, avoidance or running or escaping situations. The body might respond in that way, so that might look a little different. And then there's also the freeze, which is a bit more of a dissociative or a, but these are, um, these are all physiological reactions that the body have and it will communicate to you. So in the case of the fight or flight, you're going to have more of a, a increased heart rate. You're going to have, um, more internal energy. You're going to, the body might heat up more. Um, your temperature might rise. Uh, you might notice shaking. You might notice um, just a higher level of energy inside the body. Uh, you might notice um, some people's legs might get jittery, their fingers might tap, that sort of thing. With In the case of the freeze response or dissociative response, it's actually an opposite reaction inside the body communicating to you in terms of the heart rate actually might decrease. The um, blood flow actually begins to decrease in terms of circulation and uh, the body temperature actually decreases. And that's also, if you ever are watching an animal show and you notice like an animal's um, those ones that are like camouflage that t- tend to like stay still. If if the if the body believes that it can 
survive a moment by um, decreasing signs of life. Uh, that's that's kind of how I think of this dissociative sort of frozen response in the body. So that's another thing to pay attention to in terms of um, the communication or the language of the body is that fight, flight, or freeze. And uh, what's interesting is that the body can actually begin to interpret internal uh, sensory signals. So any of that interoception, the vestibular system, the proprioceptive uh, sense, in, uh, nociception, and, and the uh, fight, flight, or freeze response, that threat response can actually get activated based on what the body is perceiving internally through those senses as well. So that fight, flight, or freeze response is a very strong, loud, communicative language within the body as well. This was a long one, folk. Thanks so much for hanging in there with me. I appreciate your time and your energy attending to some of these things. I hope it's helpful to you. I hope it gives you a platform and a framework through which to understand the language of your body and the meaning that you make of the sensations you notice throughout your day.